just finished the movie and start watching the ride. I think I have to say that was one of the points that you should like. Basically, you know, I enjoyed the experience. And this is Kekat. Hey everyone, welcome to the tenth episode of Kekat. I am your host and storyteller, Kerapsha. Today's story, today's Kekat, as you saw on the episode cover, is about a professor and a scientist and a philosopher and most importantly, a teacher, Dr. Richard Feynman. Now, first off, I'm going to be honest. I had written down the draft of this episode around a month back, but frankly speaking, I wasn't able to sit down and record this episode. The reason which I told myself to justify my procrastination was that I wanted to be in the right zone, in the right mood to talk about Dr. Richard Feynman. And I was scared. I mean, I still am. That what if I am not in the right zone, right mood right now as I record this episode and don't do enough justice to Dr. Richard Feynman? It's because this person, Dr. Feynman, has changed my perspective towards physics and philosophy. Actually, to be honest, he is pretty much the reason why I fell in love with science and took up engineering. Now, folks, this episode is not at all about science. It's not about physics or any kind of a praise about Feynman, what he did, his discoveries, him winning a Nobel Prize, and so on. Most of the world know Dr. Feynman has a scientist, has a Nobel Prize awardee, but that's not the whole story. That's not what he stood for. He was way, way more than that. So this episode is not going to be a biography on the life of Dr. Feynman. Well, if I wanted to cover or talk about scientists or scientific discoveries, I would have just spoken about Einstein or Newton. But why Dr. Feynman? That's because he was more than that. He wasn't a scientist. He was and is the greatest teacher of all time. Actually, he kept saying throughout his life that he's just a normal person who is curious about everything and anything. The Nobel Prize and all the rewards did not matter to him. I remember one of my school teacher recommended a book on Dr. Feynman. Note, I was in my eighth grade when I read this book called "Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman." Now, this book was a story book, a book on the life and experiences of Dr. Feynman as a kid and pretty much towards his early twenties. And trust me, it had zero technical, scientific, or any complex terms. I repeat, it was a story book. I mean, I was in eighth grade. I did not like science the way I like it now. I mean, I would be lying if I say that. But this book literally changed my life. I'm honestly not over-exemplifying this. I genuinely mean it. I read a story book and I fell in love with physics after reading it. I used to carry this book everywhere with me. It taught me philosophy, how to be curious, physics in the form of simple stories. And I did not even realize it until my early twenties that how this book has contributed to most of my decisions in life. Now that's what the beauty of Dr. Feynman. He literally taught me to ask why to everything. If you get a chance to read this book, I beg you, I literally beg you to read it. Trust me, your perception towards everything will change. Now, Feynman was not a typical scientist figure. Born in 1918, an extrovert, a badass, funny guy, bongo player. He was a normal kid, but he questioned everything and anything. Like, why do we brush teeth? Why we need to drink water? And he wasn't satisfied with the typical answer, like we need to. It is how it is. You know the way we talk to kids. He kept on questioning until he finds a satisfactory core answer to his questions. He was just a curious kid, and that became the underlying core of his entire life. He said once in an interview, a big reason that his curiosity to question everything stayed with him throughout his life was because of his father. He said, "I used to ask everything to my father, literally irritate him with questions." but he used to always answer all my questions sincerely dr feynman was also self taught by the age of 15 he already started learning advanced biology philosophy trigonometry advanced algebra he just said 
if you are genuinely curious, if you genuinely want to know the underlying truth, you will and your curiosity will take you to the bottom of it. The subjects or academics, what we call it has now like algebra, physics, philosophy are just the layers we built. The underlying of all is just asking dumb, silly questions. He said science requires imagination and imagination cannot be taught you can only inspire someone to imagine. Dr. Feynman pretty much indulged himself in everything and anything, wherever his curiosity took him to. He learned about philosophy, biology, mathematics, physics, life, relationships, anything and everything. He initially majored in mathematics and later took electrical engineering, but came to a conclusion that Mathematics is too abstract and vague. Well, mathematics can provide support to prove your beliefs. Physics and philosophy are the domains where you will find the answers to the core questions. Imagine mathematics has life jacket and physics has the ocean. Mathematics can prove your imagination, but you can only imagine in physics and philosophy. So in 1935, he went to MIT to study theoretical physics and QED, quantum electrodynamics. I know this looks complex, it's not. Quantum mechanics, theoretical physics is basically studying how light interact with matter, basically understanding light. At that time, young physicists used to stay away from this topic. Only Einstein came close. Studying light, electrons, photons was absolutely impossible that time. But Feynman just went ahead with it. He wanted to get the answer to a question that has the underlying answer to the universe. Yes, he did study atoms, the most uncertain core form of life, basically our existence. He basically went so bottom down by questioning things that he literally ended up there. Later in his life, he also worked with Einstein Bohr on the impact of atomic bomb during World War II. From what I've heard, he also pranked Einstein and other scientists during the work and literally got arrested for it. I mean, look at the audacity. Imagine working on atomic bomb on one hand and pranking Nobel laureates on the other hand. Sometimes when he got stuck somewhere, he was also found solving maths at a strip club and occasionally while playing bongo. For him, science was fun. He said imagination, curiosity thrives when you're happy and comfortable. In 1965, he was recognized with Nobel Prize in Theoretical Physics. Until his last day, he basically disregarded every prize, every acknowledgement he received. He said, when we recognize someone, we differentiate them from the general people. We think of them as geniuses or exceptionals. He didn't want it to contribute to this gap. He said, I was and still am just a curious kid. I simply just ask questions and everyone can. Imagine everyone asking questions about everything until they get to the bottom of it. We would have scientists everywhere. Science is everywhere. You don't need to study it. We human beings are born curious. Curiosity, imagination sustain us. When it comes to understanding light and atoms, Feynman diagrams are the single most amazing math of the century. And these were just his scribble notes. He used to draw maths. Yes, you heard that right. With these scribbles, Feynman solved the most complex maths of the century. Later on, he completely dived himself into teaching. He said, if you want to master something, teach it. And trust me, he used to teach philosophy, physics to people who never went to school. You can find all the lectures on YouTube, by the way. And it's not at all complex. Every single lecture can be understood even by a school kid. Yes, few of his lectures got standing ovation by people who have never even heard about physics. He said, if you can't boil down and explain your work to a school kid, you have actually not understood it. Dr. Feynman was also against schooling and examination. He believed science cannot be taught. You have to feel it. Like we as kids know alphabets, 26 letters, right? 
these alphabets are just sounds which makes no sense until you know the reason behind it he pretty much inspired and changed the way we learn there is also something called as feynman learning technique which is breaking down every question into singular simple easy to understand questions and many schools all around the world have adopted it like in an interview a reporter asks dr feynman to explain theoretical physics Feynman goes and says you're asking me about something i've spent my entire life working on now i am not saying i cannot explain it i can but then you will say it's so complex and regard me as a scientist and forget about this conversation the very next day i am awestruck that why don't people ask simple questions like why do magnets attract why is ice slippery why we need to eat food most of us will say magnets attract because of magnetic force Ice is slippery because it melts. But ask yourself, is this the real core reason of why ice is slippery? Why magnets attract? No, right? Your next question should be, what is magnetic force? How do ice melt? More importantly, why does it melt in the first place? And keep going, keep asking questions until you reach the core. We always go from top to bottom. Sometimes don't even go to the bottom. We just take the surface, the final results, the final discoveries and term them as complex say science is complex try going the other way from bottom to top like if you go on and keep asking questions about why ice is slippery you will end up discussing the theory of particles that water is made of and theoretical physics so i can't explain theoretical physics in 5 minutes but what i can explain you is why ice is slippery trust me both are talking and questioning the same underlying mystery but from different levels and perspective so amazing right I remember immediately after reading this book I saw this video on YouTube and it literally changed my understanding about physics and science. We humans complicate things but in reality it's simple. It's just that we stop at the surface while real answers are at the core and they are simple yet amazing. This story is more than us. It's more than Dr. Feynman himself. This story is more of a realization for me and it should be for all of us. If you have reached the end of the story with me I thank you because you are curious you are a human I request that we carry on this discussion carry on what Dr Feynman stood for we are the generation that need to ask the why questions most of us will have kids in the next 10 years will be parents we have to pass this conversation to the next generation we have to answer the questions of our kids sincerely and satisfy their curiosity we have to have this conversations with them we have to not be just good parents we also have to be good teachers to them we have to normalize asking questions we have to normalize asking dumb questions because every great discovery starts with the questions that the world thinks is too dumb to ask That's it from the 10th episode of Kerkad. Unfortunately, podcast is just one way medium of communication. So please do reach me out at kerkadcontact@gmail.com or DM me on Instagram with your feedback suggestion. Let's continue this conversation beyond this platform. I would really really appreciate you writing back to me. Until then, stay safe and keep tuning. Start watching I think I have to say that was one of the points that I should like to say. And this is Kekat.